Well, talk about ATM for a second. We jumped there. Now, ATM, I assume, is not where you don't mean by that you go get some cash. No, no. ATM actually stands for ataxia telangiectasia mutation. It's a disease that quite frequently has people who develop diabetes. So from that association, they said people with this disorder almost always have diabetes. So what is it that's going on that makes that association? So what ATM is, it's a gene that's involved in the regulation and the effectiveness of metformin. So metformin is a drug that's been around for more than 50 years as an official drug. However, it's a derivative of the French lilac. So this was a nutraceutical or a plant-based therapeutic back to the Middle Ages that helped people regulate their sugar before they realized that they needed to have regulation. So it's a drug that's been used for a long time. It is quite frequently first line of therapy for those with a type 2 diabetes diagnosis. So it's almost always the first thing that we try. A glycemic response to this drug is very different among people in the population. Some people respond really well to it. Some people don't respond to it at all. So the idea here is if we look at ATM, it helps us to understand understand whether or not a patient would respond to metformin. So that would be valuable if you have someone who's got a, a variation or a mutation in ATM, you would likely not prescribe metformin. What we'd like to do is be able to put someone on therapy that's effective as early as possible. The longer it takes to get someone on the correct therapy, the more potential damage that you could potentially do to the kidneys and the rest of the tissue. So it's a gene and there's variants around ATM that affect the response. It also affects the ability to get into the Serum. The one that's been most likely or most often associated is one RS number here is, you know, 1121617. Most of the time we just do the 617. So if you have a very particular SNP, and what a SNP is, is a single nucleotide polymorphism. So if you go back to that diagram that you had before the DNA, if we were to take a gene and one little point, one little letter out of that whole gene is changed from a G to an A or, or whatever, that's a SNP. That's a single nucleotide change, right? That can have no effect, it can be entirely silent, or it can have a dramatic effect because it changes the way that the protein is folded and the folding of the protein drives how it functions. So this one has a significant impact on metformin and the ability to actually benefit from metformin. So what metformin does is it's kind of the opposite of what TCF7 does. Metformin manages the production of glucose from the liver. So if you can modify the production of glucose, right? So instead of making more glucose, your levels don't go up, you're able to manage this a little bit better. So ATM has had a lot of investigation. There have been a number of really strong studies that have shown that, you know, if you've got you know, one or two copies of this, because we know we have got two copies of every one of these genes. If both of them are knocked out, then you're going to have a more dramatic effect on regulation of glucose. If you only have one that's dysregulated or knocked out, then you have somewhere in between, right? So it's another very important marker that if you're brand new, newly diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, and the consideration is to put you on metformin, it would be wise to check to see whether or not you have a normal functioning ATM gene. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.